Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. It's strange things. Uh, strange things on your radio. Not so strange, is it? The Zone of Super Blue t- kicking things off tonight. A track called Strange Things. It's Healthy Love Night. The end of a draining day. But guess what? We're here, we made it. Big ups to each and everyone locked in right now. Much love to you. I want to say thank you and hello to those who are locked in on all the platforms across the globe. Those on TuneIn Radio on the night shift to DJ Kevin Steele, Kevin Stew. Big ups to you. Much love to, to those healing out of the UK. Locking in on One Harmony Radio. Top of the morning to you guys in the UK. Big up to you, King Genius. Give Queen Genius my love, please. Big up to those who are locked in out of New Jersey on NIE Radio. Where you can find my brother, the motivator. Much love to those out of New Jersey. Big up to the massive out of New York. Those on Island Worldwide exhibiting the power of music. Much love, China Nicole. Yo, Gary. We get the things now. Get them out of luck now. Much respect, sir. Yeah, again, listen up for some new music coming to you. Courtesy of Jump Out Productions. Big up to those who are locked in out of Long Island, New York. Locked in on Reggae Pulse Radio. For the Atomic Force crew, much love to you guys. Big ups to the South Florida Massive. Those locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Big ups to the Big Dance, Mr. Lindsay. Yeah man, serious things. Yeah, man can drop some legs. Much love to those who are locked in out of Texas. Texas well represented. Follow up radio, Dusik Media Group, and WGLRO, home of the Don Walker Morning Show. The show that takes you from the sheets to the streets, touching from Detroit to Denmark and all points in between. People Station. Much love to you, Danny. Big up to those who are locked in on PEMGTV.com. Those on Clubhouse. Big up to you, Massive. For those of you wondering, the club in Clubhouse is the stew pot. Of course, it is where we keep things interactive and bubbling on KevinStew.com also. Yeah, the stew pot. It's what others call a chat room, but because we're fancy. Yeah, it's the stew pot. Come on in. The water is always fine. 
Big up to the YouTube live massive. Miss Do, how you do? I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors. Pulse Media Group and being in a moment is priceless. Get him a call. 754-999-1140. Or check them out at pulsemg.com. The site being revamped as we speak. What can they do for you? Everything you see here on kevinstew.com and much, much more. They can handle your videos, your photos, your streaming, your advertising. But also, if you have an event that you want to stream live on a secure platform, whether yours or theirs, you can give them a call. What kind of live event? Wedding, church service, funeral, party, graduation, seminar, you name it. Once you have that platform, they have a solution for you. 754-999-1140 is the number to reach them. That's 754-999-1140. Tell them Kevin stand to you. I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami, and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Go ahead and give her a call, 954-655-9000, or email her at thealater at att.net. That's T-H-E-A-L-A-T-E-R at att.net. She only has one request. Outside of paying her, that is. And that is, please get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. It's called the Kevin Stew Clause. She created it because I'm always falling asleep on her table. Call her up and schedule your appointment today. I want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global act as your booking agents, handle your tour management, take care of your business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and so much more. Go ahead and give them a call, 954-804-8199. Or check them out online, reggaeglobal.com. Tell them you heard about them on Night Shift to DJ Kevin Steele. And thank you to Mike Neal Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. There are licensed and insured movers in the state of Florida. You want to move from point A to point B, put some, some things in storage, don't have the manpower, don't have the transportation, no worries. Use up the phone number 954-406-9740. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. McNeil Trucking, thank you very much. It's Healthy Love Night and the phone lines are open. How do you get in touch? Use up the phone line, 773-789-STEW. That's 773-789-7839. You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. You can also Skype me. Kevin.Stew is a Skype handle. And of course, the stew pot is available. Jump into the stew pot on kevinstew.com. You don't need to register. You don't need to offer your firstborn. You don't need to offer blood sacrifice, an internal organ, nothing like that. 
Just go to kevinstew.com and you're there. You can remain anonymous or you can put your name so I know who I'm talking with. Go ahead and call your friends. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too because the info is good for everyone. Tonight we're looking at strange things. I've never heard of this. Have you? Childhood dementia. What? No, we always hear about it in the elderly. But in children? How does that work? And so tonight we're looking at childhood dementia. Talk about strange things. The sound of Super Blue, he couldn't have made a better song. A more appropriate song title for this broadcast tonight. Strange things. So, I guess the question on everybody's lips right about now is, what is childhood dementia? Right? It only makes sense. Well, according to childhooddementia.com, because there's a whole website for it, yeah? Childhood dementia results from progressive brain damage and is caused by over 70 rare genetic disorders. 70 in a child. Wow. Now, these conditions are genetic. Well, if they are genetic disorders, I guess they should be genetic, right? And children are born with them. So, they don't develop as the child gets older. They are born with it. You may be familiar with some of the symptoms of adult dementia. Well, children also suffer from these symptoms. Things like confusion, loss of memory, loss of speech, and the list goes on. Now, each child's experience with dementia is unique. In some instances, dementia symptoms can appear in the youngest of children and babies and quickly um, progress. Now, at the same time, for other children, like Angelina, symptoms may not start until they are teenagers. All children with dementia face one common challenge. Childhood dementia is progressive. Now, of course, when you talk about people being progressive, that's something positive, right? Well, in this case, it's a little bit different. Over months, years, even decades, as their brains are damaged more and more, they progressively lose skills. Skills they've already developed, like the ability to write, the ability to read, talk, walk, play. All these are progressively lost. Their brains also lose the ability to keep the body functioning properly. And eventually, the brain cannot function to keep the body alive. Due to little funding, research into treating or even slowing childhood dementia has been very limited. Most children die before turning the age of 18. 
with awareness and more research, there's a possibility to improve survival and quality of life for children with dementia. And there's even a movement transforming the lives of children with dementia. Now, to look at some global statistics, because, you know, just about everything has statistics, right? There are 700,000 people that are estimated to be living with childhood dementia. Around one in every 2,800 babies are born with a condition that causes childhood dementia. And this is more than what are born with well-known conditions like cystic fibrosis. Believe it or not. Just about every 10 or 11 minutes, someone dies from childhood dementia. You have about 48,300 people dying each year. The average life expectancy for children with dementia is about 28 years old. And sadly, approximately 75% of children have a life expectancy under 18. Sounds scary, doesn't it? In Australia, childhood dementia costs the Australian economy $389 million each year and could potentially cost at least $3.9 billion, with a B, in the next decade. An estimated 2,300 Australians are living with childhood dementia, which is similar to the number of motor neuron disease. But you also don't really hear of... Well, hmm. What kind of conditions fall under motor neuron disease? Hmm. Because that is also an uncommon condition. Maybe that's something that we also need to look into. Maybe if we have time tonight, we might touch a bit on it. Around one in every 100 people diagnosed with dementia are actually children. Now, that's a statistic that blew my mind. One in every 100 dementia diagnoses are from with children just as childhood cancer makes up about one percent of all cancer diagnoses in australia childhood dementia accounts for about one percent of all dementia diagnoses now for more you can there is um a childhood dementia fact sheet which gives an overview and statistics. Uh, there's a white paper that summarizes the size, scale, and impacts of childhood dementia, and it gives you an opportunity to act.
and there's more. What then would be some of the symptoms of childhood dementia? Well, it's not very different from adult dementia. Children with dementia suffer from memory loss. They have confusion, trouble concentrating, understanding, learning, and communicating. You have personality changes, severely disturbed sleep, behavioral issues like hyperactivity, emotional issues like anxiety and fear. And in addition to these, children can also suffer from seizures, lose their vision and hearing, lose their ability to move entirely, have problems with their bones, joints, and cardiovascular, respiratory, or digestive systems. And these signs, these symptoms, they can appear at different ages. It's, it's not just that you're going to check, check a child round about the age of. No. Once a child start, is diagnosed with dementia, any of these can happen at any time. So far, over 70 rare neurodegenerative de- genetic disorders have been identified as causing childhood dementia. Broadly, there are different groups or types of childhood dementia disorders. These include inborn errors of metabolism. Ever heard of that? How about lysosomal disorders? Monopolysaccharidosis. I've never heard of that one. Monopolysaccharidosis. There's a condition by that name? How about paroxysomal disease? Neurodegeneration with brain iron accumulation. How about that? You ever heard of that one? It's called NBIA. How about leukodystrophy? Yeah. All these conditions that many of us have never heard of. Hey, Tina. How are you? There's a database being built containing essential information about 70 conditions that cause childhood dementia. And information is being gathered from the literature and with input from experts in the field. Childhood dementia. Who would have thunk it? You know, of all the things that we hear adults having, of all the conditions that we know of adults having, childhood dementia... Um, psychological sounds like a psychological disease yet it is categorized as mental which one which which of the diseases Tina there's a question 
And it's easy to ask that question. Pretty easy. And understandable. Is childhood dem- dementia the same as childhood Alzheimer's? <laughs> and initially, I don't know if, 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 if you all have the same initial thought. Let me know. Oh, psycho, um, dementia. It's, it's categorized as, as, as a mental disorder. Well, hmm. <laughs> Either way, it's degenerative, and it shuts you down. That much we know. But how different is it from childhood al- Alzheimer's? And I guess you could just start tossing in all the other conditions that we know elderly people would normally have you want to toss in arthritis but here's the thing about arthritis you have rheumatoid arthritis which children have this children suffer from rheumatoid arthritis one of a very close friend of my family so we're so close we call each other cousins i remember as a teenager praying many a night that he makes it through the night. Fortunately for us. And his family. He is here now. And when I say his family. I'm talking about his own wife and children. He has grown to that age. Where he has a family of his own. There are moments. Where we thought he wouldn't make it. Suffering from rheumatoid arthritis. As a teenager. So, do we toss Alzheimer's into the mix? You have childhood dementia. Why can't we have childhood Alzheimer's too? Do we? Well, actually we do. And sometimes, childhood dementia is referred to as childhood Alzheimer's. And I guess people always mixing up Alzheimer's and dementia anyway but Alzheimer's is actually a specific disease and when we come back from the break we're going to look at childhood Alzheimer's a little bit but how is childhood dementia diagnosed there are some tests that are usually done by a specialist team and if a, if a parent is concerned that their child is showing signs of dementia, well, talk with your doctor. Talk with your, your general practitioner, your pediatrician. And what they will typically do is make a referral for further investigation. That's typically what happens with childhood dementia. And for those who are, are wondering... Could this be something that is caused by vaccinations? Well, apparently it isn't. And the, the condition is, is, is 
one of those rare genetic disorders. And it is damaging children's brains and preventing their bodies from being able to carry out important functions. My question is, what contributes to this genetic disorder? Is there a contributing factor? Because over time, we're, I guess, learning about these new conditions. And we never really know what it is that is causing them. Nor do we actually sit down and ask the questions. But here's a moment for you to just start asking some. What could possibly cause these genetic mutations, malfunctions, these disorders that would create such a condition in a child? Huh. Things that make you go, hmm. We're going to take a quick little break. When we come back from the break, we talk some more. Um, some comments here in YouTube. I don't think it should be psychological. I think it's um, physiological. Okay. Like Epstein-Barr virus. Root cause of many autoimmune and degenerative disease illnesses, especially with the central nervous system. What, what are you saying is a root cause? Or is it, are you saying there are similar root causes? Or you are of the opinion that the, the root causes are similar? I wonder too. We're going to take a quick little break. Those of you who are locked in on Clubhouse, this is where we're going to part company. Come on over to kevinstew.com where we're going to continue talking about childhood dementia. Call your friends, tell your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too. Don't be shy. Everybody can use the information. Share it with somebody. All right, we're going to be back in just a few moments. Uh, a few things I want to mention before I go to my recorded commercials, one of them being Operation Adopt a Soldier. And this is a project put on through Mary Kay. And most of you would know by now that I am a Mary Kay consultant. So you have the opportunity to make a 100% tax-deductible donation to adopt a soldier for $30. A soldier will receive a PPE as well as a care package sponsored by Mary Kay. And for each adopted soldier, I will match your donation. So you could say adopt, adopt a soldier for $30 or two soldiers for $60. Simple math, right? How about three soldiers for $100? Just go ahead and text soldier, S-O-L-D-I-E-R, text soldier to 773-789-STEW. That's 773-789-7839. 
and we can talk a little bit more about sponsorship details but go ahead and adopt a soldier today and with your adoption i'll match your adoption cool cool now of course just as a reminder don't leave out the men in your life mary Kay products are not just for for women and so the soldiers men and women okay it's not just the women that you're sending for you're catering to men also so do remember go ahead and sponsor a soldier today visit my my mary Kay store mary Kay.com forward kevin forward slash kevin stew and get something for yourself get something for someone all right but do adopt a soldier text soldier s-o-l-d-i-e-r to 773-789-7839 that's 773-789-STU go ahead and sponsor a soldier today Quality Media Group Innovative Streaming and Recording has done it again a new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV it's available in your neighborhood today it's easy just call us 754-999-6020 become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see get a one minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network can't be a host no problem for a few dollars we'll run your 30 second video ad a host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads let's turn your flyers into a 30 second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson take advantage of our early enrollment discount join us today your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your ad share tv neighborhood it's easy just call us 754-999-6020 ad share tv part of pulse media group Smile? Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. Or maybe he's teething. Maybe it's just a phase. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Reggae Global Entertainment presents the brand new self-titled album from Yishka with nine great songs. Oh, baby, let me love you. Be grateful for life. Shake you down. What else can I do? Babe, come over. My, my, my. It's our time. You know I love you. For your love. I'm falling. Yishka. Nine great songs. Available on all streaming platforms.
Available now. Available now. Hey, I'm representing for DJ Kevin's Jew. Working on the night shift. The night shift radio show. Won't go changing like the weather. Just to please the devil never. Will DJ Kevin's Jew sell his soul? That's a word and honor. It's Christine to represent him. Word and honor. Celestia DJ Kevin's Jew. The sound of Rachel David Lee bringing us back from the break. Good. The track called Life is Good. Life is good. It's Healthy Love Night right here on the night of the DJ Kevin Stew. Welcome back. Good. Tonight we're looking at childhood dementia. And that in and of itself sounds just kinda sounds like an oxymoron. It sounds crazy. Childhood dementia. Which child has dementia? That's what old people have. But we're learning that it's a little bit more popular than we'd like to believe. Childhood Alzheimer's is a term that is used to refer to two different diseases that cause children to have memory loss and other symptoms commonly associated with Alzheimer's disease. And some of you might be going, wait, what? You mentioned childhood dementia. Well, before we went off on the break, if you're just joining us, welcome. But before we went off on the break, we said that we're going to look at childhood Alzheimer's also. Because sometimes the two conditions tend to get mixed up. Dementia and Alzheimer's. We tend to use them interchangeably. But they're actually two different conditions. And according to Healthline.com, childhood Alzheimer's can refer to Lehman Pick disease, type C, NPC, or San Filippo syndrome, or what is called mucopolysaccharidosis, type 3, or MPS3. Both these diseases are what you what you would call lysosomal storage disorders. When a child has one of these genetic diseases, the lysosomes of their cells don't function properly. The lysosomes of cells help process sugar and cholesterol so that the body can use them. When lysosomes are not working properly, these nutrients build up in inside the cells. Now, this causes the cells to mal- malfunction and eventually die off. In the case of NPC and MPS3, this cell death affects memory and other brain functions. This is different from classic Alzheimer's disease. When an adult has Alzheimer's, they have too much of a protein called beta amyloid in their brain. The protein clumps together between the cells. And over time, this interferes with connections in the brain and leads to memory, memory issues and other problems. Childhood Alzheimer's and childhood dementia, which is what we're focusing on tonight, might sound like they describe the same condition, but 
Alzheimer's and dementia, two separate conditions in adults. And similarly, there are two separate conditions in children. Childhood, childhood dementia is caused by a group of conditions called neural seroid lipo how do you pronounce this it's lipofusinosis <laughs> right neural seroid lipofusinosis now or ncl for short which is what i'll use for the remainder of this broadcast <laughs> okay now, when a child has NCL proteins and lipids built up in their body, um, and it leads to decline, this is what happens. You have these conditions, these NCLs. Okay? Now, like childhood Alzheimer's, guess what? NCL is fatal. Children often die when they're between the ages of 10 and 15 years old. The first symptoms of childhood Alzheimer's are brain-related. Children will have trouble with memory and communication. They might have trouble learning new information and might lose motor or other skills that they'd already gained. Symptoms will depend on the child and, and on whether the child has NPC or MPS3. Common childhood Alzheimer's symptoms would include things like slurred speech, loss of ability to speak at all, shortness of breath, swelling in the stomach, yellow-tinted skin, jaundice, difficulty making eye contact, difficulty following lights or objects with the eyes, difficulty swallowing, Loss of muscle tone and control, loss of balance, loss of motor skills, seizures, rapid uh, blinking. Now, some of those symptoms sound like a child on the autistic spectrum, don't they? You know, when you, when you look at difficulty making eye contact and following objects with the eyes. Loss of, not necessarily loss of motor skills so much, but slurred speech. Some of those things sound like being on the autist autistic spectrum. Or a child suffering from autism. Now, children with MPS3 might also have insomnia, hyperactivity, coarse hair. Who would have thought that coarse hair would have anything to do with the symptoms of uh, a neural condition? They may also have large foreheads, behavioral concerns, and digestive issues. Symptoms can appear at any time between a few months of age and early adulthood. And this happens in both forms. And in most cases, symptoms will start to show when a child is between 4 and 10 years old. Now, since both NPC and MPS3 are degenerative, 
symptoms will only get worse with time. So, do you have a moment to be hopeful? According to the science and doctors, apparently not. You can just hope for the best possible life that a child has to live. Both types of childhood Alzheimer's are caused by genetics. The disease, are they are recessive. So both parents need to be a carrier of the gene for a child to inherit the condition. Funny enough, of all the things that people would look at when getting together or wanting to get married or anything, they don't look at genes that they may carry. They don't do a blood test to say, hey, are our blood types com- compatible? What will, what's the possibility of something happening to an offspring if we decide to have a child? How many people do that? Do people even think that? I don't think so because I've never thought that. I'm thinking no as we're looking at this information and we're going through this. So it, it, it comes to mind no. But I've never in all my dating years thought, hey, if we're going to go towards marriage, if we're going to go towards having children, let's do a blood test to check, to check the, our genes and if we have any recessive genes that could cause, potentially cause any conditions with our children. If you are in the dating pool and looking to start a family, is that something you would do now, considering that you're hearing this information? Children born to parents who carry both the genes that cause childhood Alzheimer's have a one in four chance of developing the condition. Now, learning that information... You think it will be important to check to see if you carry this gene. Parents pass down genes that are unable to produce the correct protein cells need that the cells need to work. And when the lysosomes of cells can't work as they should, the body cannot produce other things that it needs to function properly. Eventually, fats, cholesterol, Sugars, they all will build up in the cells uh, of, an, uh, of an affected child. And this will in turn lead to a decline in brain and organ function. So, how do we diagnose this? How, how do we recognize that a child has this? It can take years for a diagnosis to be made with one of the medical conditions associated with the term childhood Alzheimer's. These diseases are, are, are very rare. So a child may be diagnosed with other more common conditions first. It's important to take your child to regular wellness checkups so that their developmental prog- progress can be monitored and any delays can be identified as early as possible. I would even go as far as to say, learn the stages of development. 
so that you as a parent, as you interact with your children, you can recognize some of these signs early. You don't have to wait until a, a, a teacher or a caregiver says, hey, have you noticed? Because by then it may be too late. Well, I, I don't know if there's a too late point for a condition such as childhood dementia or childhood Alzheimer's. But generally speaking, if we pay attention to our children, we might catch some things. Since the early symptoms often affect learning and motor skills in children, they are sometimes incorrectly diagnosed with learning disabilities, with autism and other developmental disorders. Like I said, some of the symptoms do sound like an autistic child. And so here it is. A child could be diagnosed with a condition like autism. Now, unlike more common conditions, children with NPC or MPS3 will develop more symptoms over time as their conditions worsen. And eventually, they'll develop symptoms that cannot be explained by their previous diagnosis. And this often prompts parents to seek out new, correct diagnosis. Now, it's not to say that doctors don't know what they're doing, but it's at that point that they recognize that it's called a practice for a reason. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with it being called a practice, but to recognize that practice is something that you do over and over, repetitively, continuously. So you need to be taking your child to get checked continuously. You need to be recognizing and, and paying attention to your child's development continuously. Because that's the only way you're going to recognize something like this happening. Children with these conditions often need genetic testing before they get a diagnosis, and they may need to visit a specialist before these answer, the, there are answers about their condition. Now, the good side, or the positive to all of this, is that testing is getting easier as time progresses. Children suspected of having NPC or MPS3 used to need biopsies to confirm the condition. And more recent developments have allowed for a diagnosis with a standard blood test. Look at that. A, a blood test. Is there a way to treat this condition though? That would be a question worth answering. Here's the unfortunate news. There's no cure for either type of childhood Alzheimer's. And there have been no proven treatments either, according to Healthline.com. And since there are no treatments for the disease itself, a plan of cure will likely focus on the symptoms and making sure the child has the highest possibility of our quality, our highest possible quality of life. Well, given the circumstances, anyway. 
as an example, if a child is having trouble swallowing due to childhood Alzheimer's, they might benefit from a special diet of food that has been chopped up or pureed for easier swallowing. Other professionals, such as physical and occupational therapists, can help with balance, motor skills, and muscle weakness. Speech therapists can help to teach them to safely swallow foods and, and, lipid, and liquids. But a speech therapist is going to teach them how to do that? That's pretty cool. Some families can choose to pursue clinical trials and experimental treatments. Research is, is currently being done to see if gene or enzyme therapies could be treatments for child Alzheimer's in the future. I, I, I don't know if stem cell research plays a, a role in this kind of treatment. I don't know. These treatments have not been proven or, or approved by the FDA, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. But for many families, the possibility that these treatments could make an impact, for them it's worth the risk. Well, here's the thing. There are a lot of products that are being advertised. There are lots of products on the shelves that are not approved by the FDA. And these products work too. But outside of that, you have some products that, like I said, they're just there. They're advertised, they're marketed, they're not approved by the FDA. It's all about business, right? Childhood Alzheimer's, sad to say, is always fatal. Most children with either type die before they're 20 years old. Although in some rare cases, a child with, with, with childhood Alzheimer's may live into their 30s. As rare as a condition is, you also have rare long livers. In this case, reaching 30, you're a long liver. In general, children with MPS3 live a little bit longer with an average lifespan between 50 and 20 years old. And children with NPC often die before the age of 10. Children with symptoms that appear later in childhood tend to have a slower progressing form of childhood Alzheimer's. They might decline slower than children who showed symptoms as, as infants or toddlers. And unfortunately, no matter when the symptoms appear, there is no cure for childhood Alzheimer's. Well, no known cure. Kind of sad, isn't it? To know that such a condition exists and to know that our children can potentially suffer from such a condition. Childhood Alzheimer's, childhood dementia. When we hear of, of our adult members of, of the community having these conditions, we just start making final preparations. But here it is. Our children are being born with these conditions. Why? What's causing it? We're going to take a, another 
quick break. When we come back, we talk some more. It's a night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It's Healthy Love Night. What questions do you have about childhood dementia? Because that's what we're looking at tonight. We touched briefly on childhood Alzheimer's too, because the question was raised in the first segment. If there's a difference, considering that we use dementia and Alzheimer's interchangeably with adults anyway. But when you get down to the real science of it, we realize there are two different conditions. And especially so in children. Because there are two forms, there are two conditions that are identified as Alzheimer's in children when they have it. And they're both dangerous. They both take our children only to 20 or in their 20s and in rare cases their 30s. But we have learned that a good number die before or by the age of 10. And it's tough. You know, I've, I've, I've thought of the possibility of permanently saying goodbye to one of my children. And just the thought is painful. To watch your child de- slowly pass away by way of a degenerative disease. Slowly they cannot do things by themselves anymore. Slowly they cannot recognize it. Slowly they cannot speak. Slowly they fade away. And it's like just a thought. It's like a vice grip clamped to your heart and just twisting each moment. You can't reach it. You can't release it. And one day, your child is no more. How does, how does an adult, how does a parent recover from such a situation? It, it, it's, it's one thing when there's an accident. It's one thing when there's an act of terrorism. It's, it's, it's one thing when something like that happens and takes your child away. Yes, it is traumatic. Yes, it's terrible. Yes, it's hard. But to watch your child just fade away into a memory. That must be tough. We're going to take a quick little break. It's a night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Healthy love night. We'll be back after these messages. Call somebody. Tell somebody. We'll be right back. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links, www.dahchurchlinx.com 
your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. Teddy Greaves Jr. with six brand new songs out now on his brand new EP, Teddy Greaves Jr. with songs you know and love like Can You Stop the Rain? One Last Cry. Can't get over you. Wait too long. You and I. You and I. And one last cry, the acoustic version. Teddy Greaves Jr. Now available on all major digital platforms. Teddy Greaves Jr. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse eMedia Group has the tools you need. Weddings, birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it. Pulse eMedia Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse eMedia Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Yes, yes, yes. Sakar Mantino, I'm making noise right now. You are locked in to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. The sound of Crescenti bringing us back from the break. A track called Losing Battle. The numbers to call, numbers to text, 773-789-STEW. It's Healthy Love Night and tonight we're addressing childhood dementia. And if you're diagnosed with... uh, one of these conditions, uh, childhood dementia or childhood Alzheimer's, you can pretty much say that it's a losing battle. And it's, it's, it's not one of those things that you'd really want to admit to as a parent that you're losing your child to this, this condition. And there's nothing you can do about it. 
the primary cause of childhood dementia, as we had mentioned before, is NCLs, neuronal ceroid lipofusinones. And they're a group of genetic non-neurodegenerative lysosomal storage disorders inherited in, a, in an autosomal recessive manner. With a global prevalence of 7 to 8 per 100,000 births, NCLs are the most leading cause of childhood dementia. And this is worldwide. Scary, right? NCLs are characterized by severe neurodegeneration in the central nervous system and accumulation of lipofusin-like autofluorescent storage material in the neurons, microgilla and macrogilla, but also other types of cells. The classification of different types of NCLs mainly depend on the affected or disease-causing gene and age of the disease onset. To date, 14 genes have been identified that are known to cause NCLs. According to the age of onset and clinical manifestations, NCLs are divided or subdivided into group into into types. You have your congenitals, which are, are caused by mutation in CTSD gene. The age of onset is before or around birth. And clinical manifestations are seizures and microcephaly. Then you have infantile, your INCL. And it is caused by mutations in PPT1 and KCTD7 genes. The age of onset is between 6 and 24 months. And typical symptoms are deterioration of cognitive and motor abilities, vision loss, and seizures. Then you have late infantile, your NILINCL, and mutations in CLN2, TPP1, CLN5, CLN6, MFSD8, CLN8, CTSD, and PPT1 genes are responsible for this form of NCL. So many genes involved in this one. Now, this one mainly occurs in children with an age range of two to seven and a half years. And clinical characteristics include cognitive and motor abilities, vision loss, and seizures. Then you have your juvenile, which is JNCL. And mutations here are in the CLN3 PPT1, CLN2 TPP1, CLN9, and ATP1382 genes. 
And these are responsible for this form of NCL. Now, those who are familiar with the gene types, you'd be familiar with these classifications of genes. Typically, the age of onset for juveniles is 4 to 10 years. And clinical features are cognitive and, and motor abilities, vision loss, and seizures. Similar to the late infantile group. Then you have the adult form, which manifests in by by way of Coffs disease and Parry disease. These are the major, the two major forms that appear in adults with an age range of 15 to 50 years. Yep, I said it. 50. 5 zero. Among all NCLs, most prevalent forms are juvenile and the late infantile. Children suffering from classical CLN2, your late infantile disease, have a life expectancy of 8 to 12 years. They don't even get to see teenage years. They probably don't have a chance to go through puberty. Experience acne problems, maybe. They don't get to see that. Things that many of us take for granted, things that many of us would wish we didn't have, but not recognizing what it means to not have them, to not have that experience. Now, beside NCLs, other lysosomal storage diseases, such as Neiman-Pick disease, uh, type C, NPC, and mucopolysaccharidosis, are also responsible for childhood dementia. Now, NPC is another inherited neurodegenerative disorder that hits children at any age, from early infancy into adulthood, or, well, adolescence. A genetic mutation in either NPC1 or NPC2, this gene is, is mainly responsible for developing this disease. And it occurs as a result of impaired cholesterol and lipid metabolism in the body, leading to an accumulation of fatty substances in the brain, liver, spleen, and lung. The primary symptom of NPC is dementia, which usually becomes noticeable in school-going children. So yes, school-age children are the ones that, that this starts to manifest in. And dementia-related Symptoms of NPC mainly include poor concentration, lack of insight, poor judgment, impaired short-term memory formation, and learning difficulties. All these symptoms collectively lead to severe cognitive and motor disabilities and premature death. So can you imagine your, 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 your child's teacher keeps on complaining that they're not paying attention. They're forgetting things that we just discussed there being a disruption because you have to be stopping to to give them added attention or extra attention as their teacher not knowing that this child is slowly dying away 
I feel it for the teachers. Because they're the ones that the parents are coming down hard on them. And then they're feeling guilty about coming hard coming down hard on the child. Not recognizing that the child is dying. Mono mo uh sorry, mucopolysaccharidosis is another inherited disease characterized by impaired breakdown of long chain sugar molecules such as mucopolysaccharides. This results in abnormal accumulation of sugar in the cells, blood, and connective tissue, leading to impaired motor functioning, progressive cognitive decline, and multiple organ failure. However, being, despite being a leading cause of childhood dementia, basic research and clinical studies concerning the association between monopolysaccharidosis and childhood dementia that's lacking. Leukodystrophies, uh, which is a group of inherited metabolic disorders affecting the brain, spinal cord, and peripheral nervous system, are also related to childhood dementia. These disorders are associated, associated with, with abnormal development or destruction of myelin sheath, which is the nerve covering. In the, in the central nervous system, which then results in progressive loss of motor control or, and, and cognitive function or, and development. You have ataxia, seizures, and premature death. Since the loss of cognitive function occurs gradually in leukodystrophies, dementia is not an early symptom in these cases. Makes you look at your children a little bit differently now, doesn't it? Makes you want to ask certain questions of your, of your pediatrician and listen to the answers in a different way. It makes you look at conditions that the children in our community are facing today in a different light. And if it doesn't, well, it should. If that doesn't prompt you to think a little bit harder about the prospect of procreation, the prospect of having a child, because we often take things for granted. We often take those little things, the fact that a child could be made just by a moment of pleasure. Takes about, what, three to five minutes? In reality. But this moment of pleasure could lead you, lead you to a lifetime of pain and grief. Even though this lifetime for the child maybe short-lived. The parent that is left behind, especially if they are long livers, they, they have to go through that pain for the remainder of their lives. 
watching their sibling's child grow up normally. Watching their neighbor's child grow up normally. And asking themselves the question, what happened to me? Why mine? But all we know is these conditions are caused by a genetic disorder. Maybe we need to start asking questions. What are the possible factors that need to be at play to create a genetic disorder? Are these natural occurrences? Are these influenced by what we're doing in society? Are they influenced by what we're doing in the environment? Are they influenced by the, the, the food we're consuming? The lifestyle that we're living? Do these things contribute to genetic disorders? Because we are aware, especially after learning this information tonight, what genetic disorders can contribute to. Childhood dementia, childhood Alzheimer's. Nobody wants to see an adult going through some of these conditions, let alone to see a child. Memory loss is no fun. And if you think it is, try to think about a moment where you've displaced, misplaced something that you need now. Because you don't put your keys in a central place or in a regular place all the time. You don't remember where you put your keys. And you don't have any way of finding it. Without remembering where exactly you put it. That's scary in, in and of itself. But consider the possibility of that happening over and over. To the point where you forget how to breathe. That sounds crazy, right? But that is what some of these conditions, that is what a neurodegenerative condition can take, that's where it can take you to. And nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to have that experience. But we ask the questions, gee, is there anything that can be done to, to treat it? Is there anything that can be done to prevent it? Well, let's go a little bit deeper. What causes it? What are the things that we need to stay away from? Are there things we need to stay away from? I think those are the questions we need to explore moving forward. If you've started exploring them already, go ahead and contact me. Let's talk about it. 773-789-7839. Share with me what you've already found. Let's see if we can start on our own journey 
to learning a little bit more about childhood dementia, childhood Alzheimer's, because who knows? One of us could come up with a solution for a cure, not just a treatment. All because we asked one extra question. We did one extra bit of research. We shared with each other one extra bit of information. Could it happen? I believe it could. But you won't know unless you try. So, let's try. Kicking off musical therapy tonight. The zone of Twiggy. The Twiggerific one. New music from her, it's called Love Lost. As we get into musical therapy, right here on Healthy Love on a night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. This one is called Reggae Reggae. Come make we go skank, Reggae Reggae. Tafari Watkiss. We go jam. Come make we go rock, Reggae So this one took us straight back to Jamaica. Out of Araka Bessa St. Mary. It's called Do You Love This? That's the rhythm track, the rhythm compilation. You get some melodies never heard. I love it. This reggae music with healing. Uh, Jamie Hinkson takes us across the world the with the Miss Mac production. Thank you, Jamie. And thank you all for tuning in. I got to go. But remember, look out for members of your community. Your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. Those are the pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive. These are members of your community. Look out for one of them today because you never know who's going to look out for someone like you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stewart. I like to do it to you, for you, and with you. Thank you to my affiliates all over the globe on Harmony Radio, NIE Radio, Island Worldwide, Reggae Pulse Radio, the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com, Olive Operator, Dusik Media Group, and WGLRO, PEMG TV, Zeno FM. Am I leaving anybody out? If I did, I do apologize. Truly love you all. Catch you all tomorrow. All being well. Same time, same place. KevinStew.com, 10 p.m. Eastern. The night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. I'm out of here. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with community... Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.